content warning, mentions of death, funerary rites, as well as deceptions of Ashen Felines. This is Doji Shizue, storyteller of the Imperial Court, arrived in Urasaka, sent here on behalf of the Scion of Heaven and my sister. Seems this place is on its way to recovery, even if the governor seems to be determined to hand over control of the region to someone else after the demise of the Mott. More pressing to me, it seems that nobody has any idea about the fate of the Imperial heir that was a guest of this minor clan. I was looking forward to discuss this matter with my clanmates in the region, but it seems that the magistrate by Yushi Minoru had another plans for them. I want to thank everyone that has made this encounter possible, especially Tiff and Mark Zeman. And we go to Wolf Over Water Village. It is a very tiny village and that it seems to be entirely around some subsistence farming and the dock in question. There seems to be quite a few sake houses in place and even in and there seems to be two ships docking there. Do the ships have any heraldry or anything that might indicate who they belong to? No, they seem to be simple kobunas made to riverborn ones and they don't seem to be have any markings in particular so not covered completely in black pitch one of them has plenty of pitch that has been recently removed interesting so so then there's a good chance that this is that boat at least is one that was picking people out of the water during the uh, calamity if you point that to Ajime, Ajime will say that, yeah, that would make sense. It was dark, but maybe this was it. Yes, absolutely. That's what I think. All right. So we might have them. Where should we start looking first? There don't seem to be too many buildings around. I think we might be able to get through here fairly quickly. Would we be able to tell Ludo which of the sake houses seems to be the most popular right now or doing the most business? You can see because it's really filled to the brain. And there seems to be one that is just called the bird mackerel. It's, there is a, fort, a strong smell of pickled cabbage and sheep booze. There's a lot of people, probably the crew from two ships, is just enjoying themselves. Uh, yeah, Hajime will kind of nod his head at that house and say, I suggest that we start there and try not to cause too much commotion right out of the gate. In that case, would it be better to go in? I know that you didn't find it to be quite your cup of tea, Asahina-san, but... I, I just want to say, as soon as you say that, he immediately bristles because he, I think, already knows what you're about to suggest. But he, lets, he still lets you continue. Would you rather go in as representatives of our office where everyone knows our station or would you prefer another approach? What sort of other approach would you have in mind? The kind where we maybe play pretend just for a little bit, like at the monastery. Yeah, I think an uncharacteristic moment of chilliness for his demeanor he says, it seemed that it worked out less than ideally at the monastery, so I would prefer to be above board. She kind of tips her head and 
almost pouts and then nods. Very well. After you. He sort of sets his face in that in the, in the like the professional kind of intimidating demeanor that he is sort of meant to adopt when being I am the big guy with the sword and walks calmly towards the sake house and try not tries to basically enter being, you know, an obvious presence, but not necessarily being like, I'm here to bring you to justice because that's not that's not the attitude he wants to sort of convey. So you pretty much ingratiate yourself and you take a towel and everyone resumes their games and chanting. After a while, you see this bulky, heavily carried man with a very grayish tone of skin approaches you. My name is Burner. I heard you are hiring people. I uh, look up at him and I say, yes, you heard correctly. Please uh, take a seat. Allow me to introduce us. This is my companion, Soshi Yuzume, and I am Asahina Hajime. We are Yorki for the Emerald Off and Hirasaka. We have some work that our magistrate needs done, and we thought that those who spend time around the ships here may find the work that we offer a nice change of pace. Exactly. Do you have in mind? I am quite skilled with an axe myself. We're looking to fill out the ranks of our doshin. Not interested. I tried that once, did not work out. Sounds like there's something of a story there. I have to agree. It sounds like a pretty interesting tale. Perhaps you might be willing to share it with us over a drink and a meal? Nah, it's a short one. There was a magistrate. I served with him. There's a new magistrate. I don't want to serve her. And I came to the conclusion that you cannot rely on magistrates. They are fickle as their assignments are. Yeah, that is, that's a pretty short story, all right. Well, it is a shame to see that someone so obviously capable is not interested in the job, but perhaps you might be able to point us to some people who would be interested. I hear that the moth hired several people who might be out this way, and we're hoping to continue hiring along the lines of pre-existing community bonds. We would like to see their good works continued. We'll see what we do is valuable. Do you know what uh, me and my gang did for the mod? That all depends. What is your gang's name? We are the Ghost Hills. All right, so we have heard of them. Do we have the the exact story? I know they did something and the moth were like, you're redeemed. Um, but do we know exactly what that was? Yeah, that's the thing. They did not do something and they were redeemed. Is they were criminals and they were given jobs instead of punishment. Okay. I suppose we are a little foggy on the details. But details aside, we are aware that the moth always thought very highly of the ghost seals. It's for that reason that we came to seek out work in this area. Or I should say labor in this area, I guess. Well, they considered the project a success. And the people loved them for it. And honestly, it's uh, better than living as a bandit or a pirate. I don't expect you samurai to understand. But we don't do what we do by choice. And we do what we do because there are people relying on us. And the mod took care of our people, saw why we did what we do, and recognized that surviving in the conditions that we're forced upon gave us excellent skills, skills that could help dealing with uh, arson, mundane and spiritual. This is what we did for the mod. Now, Ludo, when he says skills dealing with arson, is he implying that they 
like investigated arson? Is that what I'm supposed to read into that there? Shime uh, basically knows that they were an arson investigating Uniti. This is why she finds the whole thing nonsense. You know, what sense is there for a firefighter to go after the fact investigating arson? And also, if you're going to have something like that, how are you going to feel? Why are you going to feel it with criminals? This is why Shime really finds them stupid concept. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's probably that's that's definitely true, but I don't think that would necessarily obfuscate knowing that they if they were capable, that doesn't change. The, I mean, the, yeah, it doesn't change the fact that they are capable. And further, I also would say, I think that like the note that he just made about doing things because you have to and not necessarily because you want to, that probably that strikes a chord with Hajime. That's, you know, he's he's familiar with that, especially due to some recent events that where he participated in in activities very similarly and says as much as I understand Though I cannot possibly understand your position or the particulars of what you have been through. Doing things because one has to versus because they are what one wants to do, I think, are an experience that many understand. And I think he raises his glass. The burner does not raise a glass. I get you. I get you. Unfortunately, I'm afraid you are too late. I don't think you're going to get the whole gang back. Most of us have just signed it with someone else. And you can hear a, a bell ringing outside. Well, it seems they are here. They have a sense of timing. Before you go, may I inquire as to who this other employer might be? Well, why don't you step outside and take a look? Hajime nods and looks at Yuzume. Well? I am very interested in seeing who the competition might be. Shall we? We shall. And, yeah, he goes to step outside. Yeah, and you go outside and you see a third ship arriving and there is a bell ringing and this one is covered by pitch. Uh, the sails have been stained in charcoal except for a section in which there is a clean heart and on the middle of it there is the sketch of a cat chasing its own tail. We go back in town, and after lunch, Michael, you basically see the Merry Hermit off, along with Peshai, and you are able to return to the complex, where you can see that uh, your house is already filled with crane. What do you do before the reception for the guests? What time is it, roughly? Does it look like that people are kind of setting in and there's a downtime in between everything going on? Yeah, basically everyone is chilling and preparing for the bigger event later. And there's no one that Ico recognizes currently milling about? I mean, you probably recognize a lot of people from the Imperial Court. Probably a lot of them you went with to school with. Not Minoru? I mean, Minoru is probably at his home. Ico will grit his teeth and go take a moment to see that his office is well kept for his stay for however long Shizue and her party will be in town, that everything is in order for his things to be there. He won't have to leave or embarrassingly go home uh, to get like a change of clothes or something. And then once that done, he will make his way towards his house and see if he's allowed inside. Oh, yes, you are. And uh, uh, Shizue is resting on a well chair and she moves to greet you. It's like I 
It's so good to see you. I was told that uh, you were going to introduce me to this wonderful town that you have here. Aiko delivers a deep bow and says, Shizue-sama, it is a delight to see you again, though the location may not be the most refined of places we have met in. It carries its own charms and graces. I must apologize for my absence. There were pressing matters that Minoru-san found it most important to assign me to, but I am most delighted to see that you have made your home here. Yes, you have a delightful little place, and I've been very curious to meet it, despite the dark news that torment our clan. I do what I can to carry the beauty of our clan here into my office and spaces, and I am heartened to hear of the wonderful tales I am coming from the imperial courts of the virtues of our clan on display for the rest of the empire to see in the face of these trying times. Now we still have a couple of hours before dinner. Why don't you show me the best places around Hirosaka? I would be honored, Shizue-sama. So where do you take her and who do you take alongside her? Does she have like a retinue that's coming with her? Yeah. How many? Uh, probably a dozen or so. So would you say there's about two or three places we have time to visit? Certainly. Then spot number one will be the House of the Porcelain Heron. Spot number two. The House of Porcelain Heron is out of town. Oh, is it out of town? Yeah. Uh, I was under the impression it was in Hirosaka. Also, she probably knows it. She probably been there on the way here. Then in town, we definitely have the community center to show off. We have the... What is currently under construction right now? Did we establish that, that the samurai quarters are being constructed? Not yet. Okay. So currently, all we have to show is the commoner's quarters and the magistrate station that she's already in. In that case, Aiko will show her, one, the community center, two, the small cliff overlooking the river of gold as it flows south where he takes time to compose his poetry and three the house of the evergreens and she seems quite taken with Hirosaka and finally by the time you get to the house of the evergreens where Baba serves personality to all of you and Sanai joins is the patron to greet them in person she seems to have had a nice time Aiko's, Aiko's goal is definitely to get, like, the attitude of Hirosaka, like, rebuilding the community coming together, the charms and virtues, trying to give her a story to tell the imperial court of, like, the people of Rokugan, like, surviving and coming out more beautiful than before. I can see why so many of our Daidojikin fell in love with this place. I cannot wait to tell them back home that Hirosaka is rising again. Under the careful stewardship of our leaders, Miyasura-sama and Bayushi Minoru-san, the people have been growing and rebuilding, and I have great hopes that before winter, Hirosaka will be rebuilt into a thriving and beautiful town. Just hoping to that. Hmm. I do wonder. Winter is going to be a challenge for Sioux's community, but how about summer? There are grumblings about war in the north, and honestly, the imperial court is very uh, outraged by 
the crab deploying iron turtle ships toward rivers. You know what those things are designed for? I spent some time in Miyamikake when first arriving, we made it a top priority to speak with all the local representatives. I understand the Imperial Court's concerns. However, there, as of right now, seems to be an understanding that the Crab are employing their ships to support the Imperial efforts here within Hirosaka. I do not have cause from any of them yet to be concerned. The Crab will not be a problem to the rest of the clans come somewhere. It is my deepest wish that myself and the rest of my members of the Imperial office are able to bring about Lady Doji's peace and serenity to this already ravaged land. That is not what I asked of you, Sakai. It is my understanding, Lady Shizue, that the Crab are straightforward in their endeavors in Hirosaka. If they are treated with respect, I do not believe that they will endanger the people. I have to say, the only reason why more members of the Trade Council have not returned here is because they have been worried about so many ships traveling back and forth. It's bad enough for the crab. There have been reports that mantis have gone all the way to Scorpion Land somehow. I have not seen the ambassadors of the Mantis in Hirosaka yet, but I can assure you their presence will not be well received if they behave in the manner that we know them to be. However, I do wish, Lady Shizue, that you ensure the council that preparations are being made to establish Hirosaka as a center of commerce, and they are more than welcome to reach out to me to ensure they have the proper lodgings available. Excellent. They're quite happy, you know. Their warehouses seem to be mostly untouched. All their investments in Erosec is going to pay off. It is my belief, Lady Shizue, that as the Merchant Council has spent so many generations overseeing the harmony and prosperity of the Emerald Empire, they will be able to continue to do so here. For better or for worse, this project has attracted the whole attention of the Imperial Court. There does not go a single day without anyone decrying the project of the River of Gold in court. There's always someone that considers this an irresponsible expense and something that is bound to fail and is going to bring shame and disgrace to all someone involved. In Otosanushi, they don't think highly about this. That's why I have to come and see it in person. What will the story be that the Imperial Storyteller carries back to the castle, if I may ask? It will be that uh, the River of Gold is what people make of it. And that those that don't see an investment here to all the dedication of the Empire, well, they are still stuck in the 8th century. I have not realized how much the Empire needs to change. I believe that is a story I can carry to a satisfying conclusion here in Hirosaka, my lady. Our time goes short. Is there any place that you would like to show me before dinner? Try to remember, Hirosaka is split into east and west banks with the river flowing down the middle. Is there, like, any place that we could make in time before dinner that, like, overviews Hirosaka and shows off 
the sections that have already been rebuilt in the short amount of time, like some sort of small hill or something outside the city that like paints a picture of the potential. I think the walls uh, near the gate where the house of the evergreen is, they probably are a good place. And if you walk alongside the walls until you return to the complex, that is going to allow her to see the whole southern section and then see on the other side of the bank all the spaces that can be developed. Okay, then yeah, I think Aiko will take her and the party up on a tour around the wall and makes specific effort to point out the rebuilding. If he knows any specific names, like uh, the tattooist that he met or the time he spent you know, within the community, pointing out homes or craftsman shops or virtuous places to give little personal connections and sparks of life to the town and give it a personality. Back to the pirate zone. What are the reactions of the other two? Just open mouth, just staring and just sort of looking at each other back and forth and jumping up and down. This this shocks Yuzume quite a lot um, because to her, the, the flag is a very clear reference to the, the charcoal cat she was given by Kaikoga Ren. And seeing that it's a flag actually kind of crushes her a little bit. She had been holding on to this hope that the charcoal cat was a lion, that it was Shogo. Uh, something that indicated that maybe he'd survived the fire and had taken Kaiko Garen's daughter somewhere safe. So this is kind of confirming that she was wrong and that she was holding out this hope for nothing. So she's kind of really upset by this. I don't know. I'm assuming that Yuzume probably didn't share the charcoal cat thing with Hajime at any point. So I don't that that may be incorrect, but I don't believe that we've had that conversation. So I don't know if I've had that particular association, but correct me if I'm wrong. You can always be like, yeah, they did talk about that because Minoru obviously knew. So then, yeah, I don't I don't know if I yeah, I don't know if I would have that association. Would this be visible on on her face? One half of it. Yeah, I think she's very upset. I want to have her just like kind of standing and crying and, you know, just just have, a you know, some tears roll down and maybe like gawping, trying to find something to say and clutching her sleeve. Yeah, I think I've started to walk towards it and then realized that Izumi is not next to me. And I turn around and see the tears and kind of slightly confused, but also worried. He just says, Izumi-san, what, what, what's the matter? He didn't make it. I thought perhaps he'd found a way out, but I suppose he didn't make it in the end. She sort of rolls her shoulders and stands up straight and wipes the tears away. Suppose we should go. I don't think I need clarification on who she's talking about because I think about him a lot too. He kind of lets that professional like facade slip a little bit and says, I miss him as well, Yuzume son, every day, but we can spend time mourning him later. For now, we're here on business. We are. And uh, this business is more complicated now than we had originally thought. How is that? There is a very good chance that even if she is not on the boat, the answer as to where to find 
one of the scions of the Kaikoga is on that boat. Hajime stares at her for a moment and then turns around looking sort of slightly wide-eyed at the boat and then turns back and says, how do you propose we proceed? We need a reason to get on board. Perhaps we can negotiate with the captain as to a better rate of pay for them to come to Hirosaka, though I doubt that they would listen given the value of their cargo. He nods and says, I agree, and I am certain that the captain will not be particularly fond of the idea of giving up a crew that he probably took the time to employ. Perhaps we need to be honest, say that we wish for them to bring the child back to Hirosaka so they can reclaim their place in the moth, draw the land to their ownership. I think that that would be in many ways appealing, but I worry that without anything tangible to show them on that or on that front, that may only be that may be just talk as far as they are concerned. It seems based on our conversation with Burner that disappointment is a way of life for many of these many of these folks. And I think that while that is a good approach, we may need options. Perhaps we just try to find out as much as we can so that we can find them again later. He nods and says, I think that that is certainly a good start. He sort of straightens up and puts that professional face back on and then kind of like sad half smirks and says, shall we? We shall. It seems that most there is the, so that is the, the boat that the ghost hills have, which they seem to be boarding. And then there seems to be the, the boat of the heart get that is next to it is waiting and there is no doubt about that 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 is a pirate crew they clearly they have the look of hardy leathery men and women and now you have despair and brutality to them all right so i guess we're going we're going to try and catch someone's attention yeah i i want to i certainly want to try to make sure that this doesn't enter hostilities necessarily because i have a feeling that you know we're both quite talented but there are a lot of them true so yeah i guess we we head up to the boat and use may will look up and call out might we speak with your captain yeah there seems to be loud louder for the pirates go away samurai if you know it is good for you yeah and they heckle you back. We're at the wrong place. I have never been known for being able to accurately judge what is good for me. Will you humor me? Go home. And if this is a better alternative? You might not be willing to live. And a woman steps forward. My name is Hawkwan. These are my crew, the Black Cats. You have five words. I've spoken with Kaikoga Ren. You have mistaken. Our flag is a cat, not a moth. It's down south. The smoldering ruin. Cannot miss it. And how do we clap back on that one? To, to clarify, down south is they're talking about the keep of the moth. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a flashy thing to do would to be trying would be to try to summon Ren's spirit, but I don't even know if anybody else would be able to see her. <laughs> Would they, Ludo? Probably not, unlike unless proper circumstances were in place. I can't make an illusion of a person or anything right now, but would making an illusion of either the amulet or the the 
cat made from the charcoal heart, would either of them be like, hey, relevant to your cargo, maybe? Actually, if we just have, no, we wouldn't have brought the amulet with us, would we? We weren't expecting this. Were you not? You were came looking for people that work at Fort Mott closely. That's true. If you think we'd have brought it with us, if you're happy for us to have done that, then we can we can show the real amulet, or I could just show an illusory one. It's up to you. I mean, in either case, the the answer is going to be the same. You show the amulet, and uh, Harquan sneers. Yeah, good trick. As if a, a scorpion could not get a forgery of a luminary amulet. No matter if you, how many uh, uh, amulets you get, you are not a luminary. All right. What's an illuminary or a luminary? You really don't get it. Is this something to do with enlightenment or scholars? I mean, uh, Kaikorga Ren did look like the scholarly type. Can that be it? Is she saying that you're not a scholar of the moth? Hmm. Well, I'm definitely not a scholar of the moth. So she has me there. Let's go with something else then. And what's so important about it that I would need to make a forgery? Exactly. I was told to deliver to Kaikoga Ren's daughter. And if she does not want it, well, I think it's a shame given the effort that her mother made to make sure it got to her. You don't see a reaction from Hawkwan or the Blackheads. But you see Burner and the rest of the ghost deals pretty embarrassed at these words. You get the feeling that uh, there was something that happened that night that the ghost deals have no idea about and that it is actually embarrassing to them that they are so ignorant. And that's probably why Werner did not mention to you. We need to figure out what's going on on that boat, but there are also many of them and they could murder us. If there's a way to play off of the ghost eels being embarrassed about something or like get the ghost eels to help us somehow. So think about it and you realize, well, if they are in the possession of the black cat, the black cat will be either holding them hostage or hiding them from someone. And in either case, you will be the last people that they would want to reveal it. They have absolutely no reason to do that. So you better chance here is probably to get as many of the ghosts still with you, earn their trust, and maybe use their expertise and knowledge of the black cats, which they seem to be familiar with, and follow them at a later point. So for clarity, saying something to the ghost deals like, hey, we can protect you, we'll pay you better, we'll make sure that you are better kept. And just like saying that unprompted um, with the protect aspect, basically implying we can protect you from them. That would be the thing that might kind of maintain this lead for us. Is that what I'm to understand? Or am I misunderstanding? That could be uh, an approach for that, yes. Izume is just standing there growling at them. Uh, just for clarity, from what I understand, Ludo, is Burner the leader of the Ghost Deals, or is he just like a leader of the Ghost Deals? It is one of the go- leaders of the Ghost Deals. They are basically a stitched together group from all different old gangs that have been broken and assimilated by the Mark. Could I make friends with Burner? Yeah. Both the Ghost Deals and the Black Cat, they seem unmoved by your words. But as they sail, you can see Bernie looking longly at you and shaking his head. 
And you realize that you might not have seen the last of him. Uh, yeah, I... Would there be, as he's departing, like, a gesture that I could make that might be able to be, like, you know, like, I respect you and, you know, we'll be here. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the himbo stare, how himbos recognize each other. Oh, yeah. There's just sort of a, sort of a, a long, lingering look, a slight half-smile. The breeze just blows your hair in the right direction to frame both your faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps just like a little bit of my a little bit of my perfume just catches on the breeze and just blows blows right to him. He inhales deeply. So the four of you go back for dinner, which is where, and everyone is gathered for dinner, and it is organized in the courthouse that uh, has been cleared to have large tables, basically to host. All the officers of the seventh, just of, of the Sepun, the Dream Perils, and also the extensive delegation of the Crane. And the four of you, along with the Dream Perils, you are sitting next to Shizue. So, what are each of you bringing to this dinner? As in gifts, or it's a potluck? Well, as yourselves. Minoru is continuing his presentation of the magistrate and the gentleman. He's showing up exactly when he's supposed to, dressed properly. I think Aiko is bringing this display of moth artwork, something celebrating Hirosaka. He has spent what time he can. I don't know how much time he's had in his office trying to adjust from what limited wardrobe options he has to mirror Shizue's aesthetic and design. And then his topics of conversation will be on the strengthening of Hirosaka, the virtue of not holding on to the past, but embracing the moment of perfect beauty and moving onward and trying to talk up the accomplishments as much as possible. People kind of discreetly move the painting away because there's something unsettling from looking too much at that piece of art. It may be from the weird way how the colors are saturated or the clashing contrast between the dark and the colored sections. There's something disquieting for someone that looks at and it is kind of crushing a vibe of the people that are looking at it. And the conversation continues. And you can see uh, Miyazora getting close to the Dosi Shizue over the night. And he is not even trying to disguise it. I heard that you enjoyed Dirasaka so much. And honestly, this place will not be anything remotely close to what it is, if not for the Crane Clan. I think. When you meet your sister, you should point that out to her so that she gets the proper payment for how much her clan has done for this place. It is only fair that whatever Hirosaka might be in the future, it is by the guiding left hand that it continues to thrive. And you can see she's nervous, smiling at this constant parrot to... Please take my town, take my city, take everything that I own. So, Ajime, you recognize the expression that you have when you just had lunch and you leave an amazing stall 
and you just cross the street and you find another stall and you absolutely cannot take any more bite but you just have your senses invaded and you really want it and you really want it and then you eventually buy it and you end up regretting yeah you recognize that expression because it is the same on Sora's face or on 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 Shizue's face as in like she's like despite the fact that she doesn't want to she's digging this is that what I'm supposed to understand here well it's like it it's one nice thing after another and you just don't want to eat anymore but like it's nice like that kind of feeling right and then you see more delicious food and then you you cannot resist but you should not so you it clicks in your mind that oh yeah I could talk about this about uh, the things that uh, he wrote to the crane informing about uh, what uh, that uh, the Emerald Office knows what uh, they and the other clans have been doing and you realize the crane are hungry for it a second they want it more than anything else that they call ever wanted but Shizue because she and her sister are aware that people are aware of their machinations and there are th- so many things at hand like who will host the next winter court and who will be the next emerald champion and they need the reputation to who's there and what if it comes out that they did the things that they did and then they got Hirosaka? that will ruin their big moves at the level of the empire they really want it. They've been working to get this since the last three years. How rude. And she's basically trying to contain herself, as you know. Sara is keep shoving on her face the thing that she wants so much, and she's trying not to bite. I just sort of start talking, and people are like, that's nice, dear. You know that Kazook is looking at you, and she realizes that uh, Shizue is in trouble, even if she does not know why. And she actually steps in. And even if she did not get the the message, she approaches Shizue. And um, yes, the the left hand has played such an important role. There is such a promising future to Hirosaka. It's a good thing that uh, Miyasama mentions it. There is a plan to give more autonomy to the region so that it can rebuild. Perhaps the crane can take a position there as a partner. And Ajime, you are strangely attuned to this and you realize that that Shizue is pretty happy with this because the ideal scenario would be the crane not to have Hirosaka, but someone else be the governor, someone that the crane could control. And an autonomous Hirosaka, which has a partnership of different clans, the crane could on in practical terms, will be only one of many partners, but they could muscle it in court. So it will give them the degree of control without any negative effects. She's always faced, and as she continues to talk with uh, Teotomo, that she is intrigued by the concept of the autonomous uh, zone, but she is afraid of the same thing that uh, would be a problem if they were just to take. Miyasara on his offer that if the autonomous zone fails, the crane reputation will be completely slandered. And at this point, between the two options, Shizue is looking for someone to do something that can give 
the table and the excuse to change subject. Doji-sama, so you were telling me the most wonderful anecdote from court. Please, I, I must hear more. It had us all in tears. But yes, Shizue-sama, the one you were telling earlier that had me so amused. Kazuko-san would get quite a laugh out of it. Yes. And she starts talking about uh, uh, the conversation about the books, but she tells it on a more less serious, more joking tone. And Hajime, you notice that uh, this is probably the most offhand that Kazuko has seemed. And you realize that uh, whatever are these books, Kazuko is familiar with them, or at least is familiar with some manuscript that might fit that description. So wait, this is the this is like the heretical text we were talking about earlier? Yeah, the seditious text. This is not the one that is the smut that Iko wrote. Well, things can be two things. Yeah, I don't tell nobody that. I'm going I'm to keep that one to myself, I think. I don't tell anybody. I just sort of, I just, I just, I think I like, just because I really want to see more of her reaction, I think I just sort of do that, oh, do go on kind of shit as, as like, you know, sort of hyping Shizue up as she's telling it. Minoru is also definitely hyping her up just because he doesn't want to hear any more about the AAZ. Yeah, and one conversation leads to another, and, and stories have a way to go on, and it makes into the night. And it's with great sadness that uh, she announces that she has to resume her journey to the funeral tomorrow. We get back to Aiko's house, to the garden at night, when there is only a lantern illuminating the place, covered in silk uh, silk moths and we see Ajime and uh, Shizue as Ajime escorted her back and as they are talking the conversation goes back to what uh, she asked from Minoru to have a true story and she seems to be expounding disbelief there is no way that what happened at the granary was true come on it has to I, I walked around it it has to be like what one, two streets of distance. There's no way that happened. How could you have done to someone, especially someone in a boat? Um, yeah, I smile a little and say, if you would like, my lady, I would be happy to demonstrate the technique for you. It's something that is perhaps slightly beyond the standard parameters of the Kakita school, but I certainly find it to be one of the more thrilling techniques that there is. Basically, stares at you as if daring you to demonstrate. Um, yeah, I'm just going to sort of look at. Is there like? Um, I mean, I guess like a tree would be fine. Yes, ruin Aku's favorite tree that he had transplanted. <laughs> See, that's why. That's why I'm like I'm so apprehensive. Like I'm trying to think of is, is there is like a specific thing that I could do that wouldn't cause like serious damage to the aesthetics of Aiko's garden. Is there something like that? Something like that, it will not be in the garden. That's fair. Yeah. Can I go for one of his not favorite trees? <laughs> go for one that you hope is not his favorite. Okay, here we go. We, we get away to the inside of Aiko's house and we see two silhouettes and we see a silhouette of a sword soaring through the air. 
The Emerald Lands, Their Wonders and Horrors were played by Ludo. They can be found at Dilethiel on Twitter and Ichio, as well as at Heroes of the Republic. Bayushi Minoru was played by Brad. He can be found on Discord at BZAJ1648 and at Twitter at BZAJDABarbarian. Sakai no Doji Eiko was played by Evan. He can be found on Facebook as Evan Strite, Discord as PushyMushy1871, and on fellow L5R actual play, Secondhand Strife. Soshi Yuzume was played by Charlie. She can be found on Discord as Reselian and on Twitter at BowserJ, where you can find links to her L5R blog. Asahina Hajime was played by Sam. He can be found on Discord and Reddit as Live From My Basement and on Instagram at SJSedlacek. This is a Court Games podcast. You can find out more about them at Court Games Pod on Twitter or at their site, courtgamespod.com. Legend of the Five Rings is the intellectual property of Fantasy Flight Games. Thank <laughs> you.